People will talk about the joy of the multi-generational workforce being things like the new energy, the diversity, the ability to manage technology without getting flustered by it. But they'll also talk about the challenges of things like a perception that the work ethic is not the same. There's not the same level of uh, commitment or accountability. And so that's where the dynamic tension begins to kind of come together. Welcome to the AllNurses.com podcast. One thing we need to appreciate is right now there are five generations in the workforce. So the oldest generation, we call them the veterans, were born before 1945. They are older and probably pretty much retired, but in a lot of hospital settings there are volunteers. And then we have the baby boomers, and we know that we're in the middle of a big wave of boomers starting to retire. And they go from 1945 to uh, 1964. And then after that are the Gen Xers, followed by the Millennials. Then we have the Gen Zs, and the Gen Zs were born 1997 and later. So they're just starting to enter the workforce. They're currently like nursing students, they could be a nursing assistant, PCT, but they're present, they're, they're there. But the bulk of the workforce is represented by boomers, the Gen Xers and the Millennials. There's typical things that we understand about those generations, but we don't want to stereotype. Generations share similar global events, they share similar technological events, family structures that were similar. So baby boomers who were raised by veterans, that was when we first started seeing a stronger middle class. We started seeing nuclear families. We grew up during a time of social unrest. Those influence sort of how we look at things and were typically understood as workaholics because we became very passionate about the things that we believe in. Gen Xers grew up during the time when the women's movement was emerging. About 40% of them grew up in families of divorce. So Gen Xers were more, we called them the latchkey kids. They were a lot more independent. They had to kind of create their own structures because there wasn't really like daycare and aftercare. So they were, they're pretty independent sorts. And then millennials, who tend to be children of boomers, might I add, millennials grew up in a time where there's a lot more global unrest and violence, but probably the really big influence for them is this technological boom that has just allowed them to be so much more connected. The Zs, the Gen Zs, were still kind of not sure. I mean, they're growing up again in a world where there's always been violence, in a world where there's always been great technology. They tend to multitask. They tend to work on more than one device at a time. We know that millennials and Gen Xers tend to read less, so when we're providing information, bite-sized pieces, right? We tweet, if you, th if you think about it, that's, that's where tweets come in. So how do we relate to each other in the workplace and recognize that can be difficult because we have different assumptions about each other. Where I like to help people focus is to think about things in, inside of a unit. So how are we communicating? And what's the most effective way to communicate? I'm a baby boomer, I, I want something in writing. So those are the posters on the back of the bathroom door. And if I'm a Gen Xer, I'm pretty much along the same route. The things in writing are a lot more helpful. But if I'm a millennial or a Gen Z, make it short and sweet and make it bullet points. Give me just the most important facts. Baby boomers like to work in kind of collaborative association. Millennials also like to be connected to the work. They like to be recognized. They like to be involved in 
being like an equal partner in their, in their learning. And Gen Xers tend to like to work a little more independently. I just want to repeat, these are sort of how we understand it through the literature, how it's been described, but we don't want to stereotype. But we want to understand that the communication and how we communicate what we're kind of used to, there are some typical behaviors we see. My suggestions and recommendations in looking at managing a multi-generational workforce is to really think about being crystal clear about how we communicate. I, th I think you can't communicate too much. So I have a colleague that's a, a, actually a Gen Xer and she said to me, ah, Karen, uh, I don't know what to do with them. She goes, so I said, well, how are you communicating? So she said, well, I text, I put up posters, I text, I have meetings, I text, I call them on the phone, I text. So she basically what she was saying to me is, I use a lot of different modalities to make sure that the message is getting across. But I think what managers can do is think about what is the vision on their unit and create shared vision together, create shared norms together. So um, how are we going to communicate with each other? Things like, let's all agree, if you need help, you're going to ask for help. Because baby boomers tend to assume that people know that they're busy and they need help. And the world we're in now with the electronic health record and with, with just high acuity and so much that's going on, it's sometimes hard for people to see what's happening. And if I'm a really new nurse, I may not be able to see what's happening because I don't have that depth of sort of clinical intuition to be able to actually notice what's happening around me. So it's not that I'm disengaged, it's just that I'm not as well developed at keeping my situational awareness as broad as a boomer might. So I think really having those conversations and acknowledging that these are the differences and how can we work together with those and capitalize on them is what's important. And what are, what are our unit norms? How are we going to ask for help? How are we going to deal with sick calls? How are we going to deal with floating? How are we going to deal with whatever that unit culture, whatever the hot buttons are, because every unit has them. And looking at team building exercises is another thing that's really effective. So I've seen units do 5K walks, potluck meals at work getting to know people beyond the workplace. And that's the leadership, facilitating that happening. If you had to pick two generations that work better together? I would suspect that, that the baby boomers and the Gen Xers would probably have more similarity because of the, the length of tenure and the, not the deep influence of kind of technology and globalization that the millennials have been exposed to. And I think probably the baby boomers, boomers and the millennials probably have the greatest tension. And some of that may in fact even be related to the fact that, I like to say, I, I have two millennials. I raised two millennials, right? So in the workplace, I may be interpreting behavior in a millennial and I may be speaking to them or responding to them the way I might to my kids. And those millennials, when I'm trying to give feedback or have a conversation or point something out, may be responding internally like she's talking to me like she's my mother. I think where the other tension comes in, particularly with the millennials, what we find is that millennials are more willing to take leadership positions and they're going for advanced degrees. So in the workplace, they're seeing a lot more turnover after someone's been in, in the unit for two or three years, they've gone back to graduate school and they're moving on to other types of positions. So I think the workplace needs to figure out how to retain the talent that's there 
as we think about nursing as it, the care is delivered today, and, and we know we keep thinking about what are uh, alternative staffing models and how can we do things differently because of the shortage, it's how do we keep these nurses who are now highly educated, will have lots to offer because of their advanced degrees, and how do we, we not lose them? You know, for the moment we're losing them, we're seeing turnover and we're replacing and seeing turnover. And that's a frustration and it's definitely a frustration for the Gen Xer or the baby boomer because they're the preceptors. Mm -hmm. And then it's a frustration as a manager because it, you're not retaining. It's a general across the board. It's not like a particular unit is toxic and that's why it's happening. It's a generational thing. And, and you'll hear faculty telling students, you know, and next you need to think about graduate school. I mean, we're, we're definitely, growing nurses in, and educating them in that manner. So we need to be mindful of that too. Are there other ways we can challenge or create environments that our millennials find interesting and challenging enough that they want to stay? So I think recognizing that because there's these multiple generations that we need to just be mindful that we're colleagues that we're trying to achieve the same goal. Nurses have a shared mission. I mean, our mission is to care for patients and families. So it doesn't matter what generation I'm from, and I would never question any other nurse's commitment to that, that mission. That's the most important thing that we do, is care for patients and families. 